The Red Room Theater, episode 74, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host Ernesto Alanis and Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. It's about the white. Raised us why is it raised us white? I have it then, dude. How it raised us black. I mean brown. I mean, but I mean, I never learned to read. Dude, my kids. Love my son. He's like, Dad. He's like, I got somebody, doc, doctor, doctor. I'm like, what? He go, goes to the TV. He goes, doctor, doctor, doctor Dre, dude. <laughs> you raising him right, dude. <laughs> doctor, doctor. Dude, there's a song called the next episode with Dre and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's got a great beat, but uh, yeah, but it's raunchy. It's crazy. So I, I found, how does he know that song? I found an instrumental version. And they they listen they they, they do the every note and they're just like it's, it's it's I mean the the beats are fat it's sweet dude um but uh doctor doctor dude damn um, so this week or this month today there was the movie so I married an axe murder and how it taught us to avoid the uncool girl and avoid all commitment man <laughs> we'll get to all that man so uh, before we get into the movie proper. Uh, what movies have we seen in the last month that we've really enjoyed? Okay, one, like, I can't even believe how enjoyable this movie was. Caught us off guard. It was just a Sunday night. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. This will be fun. Even if it's, not, even if it's bad, it'll still be fun. We'll just make if it's fun bad, of- it's good. Yeah. Because your partner in crime, uh, he came with us, and I always get nervous because I never want to be with you guys when you do the – the Da Vinci Code experience. <laughs> I never want to have that with you guys. Like, you never want to watch this ridicule even, film in person? It, even if I hate a movie, I won't ruin it for everybody else. But you guys don't care. And <laughs> I, I'm going to sit back and laugh when you guys get beat down, dude. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> we did ruin Da Vinci Code. Where we're like laughing at the movie because so we're like, shh. <laughs> Hey. Something wrong with your lips, cuz? So we went and saw. It was so good, though. We went and saw The Predator by Shane Black. That what a crazy take on a, a sequel! It was insane. They and they referenced 1987 like ten times in the movie, dude. It's not a perfect film. There was one moment it almost jumped the shark. There was a moment. One moment it came off the rail and it caught itself. It's, like, I, I can't like it. we literally, the three of us go, don't do that. <laughs> Come on, man. Dude. I but mean, they got it back. They did. I was really like, I, I'm like, I don't think they get it back after that, that awful moment. But they got it back. It was an action-packed movie. There was, it was, it was a, it was, it, it was, was surprisingly hilarious. It was kind of a Holy comedy. comic relief. Dude, 
There is a bus of prisoners. Rejects. That, that are military rejects that are all insane. And they're all in there in prison, in military prison, but they have to see shrinks. Because they're nuts. They become the heroes of the movie. And they're, they're legitimately insane. And it's so funny. Now, listen. The Predator... Some people say this, a tired franchise. Listen, they probably haven't made a movie as good as the Arnie 87 Predator. I mean, it's the manliest handshake in Carl the history Weathers of Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger? That's two of the nicest arms I've ever Dude, seen in my that, life. I mean, it's, what's more manly than that movie? Like every, every line is manly. I mean, the, 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 the dialogue is manly. What is that um, Spanish dude's name? I just blanked big, the Navajo. crazy mug. Yeah, 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 Indian guy. Yeah, Indian guy. I was reading a thing on this movie. This is how wild and manly this movie is. That dude who's huge and scary, and I think in a real-life situation would kill Carl Weathers and Arnold and, and Jesse Ventura and all them guys. Well, Jesse was a Navy SEAL. I don't know about Jesse. Yeah. Um, he was a Navy SEAL for real? He was a Navy SEAL, bro. I didn't know, dude. Um. I read a thing saying that they have to have 24-hour security team on that Navajo guy to keep him from harming anybody during the filming because he was just so into character and so insane. Jeez. It's Daniel Day-Lewis style, dude. Dude. But um, so the Predator 1 is a class. It's still good for 35 years later. It's still. It's dope. It's dope. I mean, I can't believe how good it is. My kids would watch one day and love it. Predator 2 not as dope. Yeah, but... Um, it's still good, though. <laughs> Danny Glover's my boy, dude. And Gary Busey's always fun to watch. He's awesome. <laughs> he's so, so he's, how does he die in that movie? He, he's the one cut in half, isn't he? No, it's not him. No, that's a, no, a no, soldier. No. That's a great cut in half scene. Whoa, dude. But the body, there's the floor, which the legs fall, there's no body. I know. <laughs> like, was he holding onto a rope or something? But um, Okay, that one is bad. Um, but uh, So two is, is watchable. Um, then you have, after that... You don't see the Predator again until, what, AVP. AVP 1 and AVP 2. AVP is a cool idea. I thought it, was, it, it is a great idea. It's a but, great idea. I mean, it's kind of like the Jason vs. Freddy thing. It like, is. Come on, man. And the first hour of that movie was boring as crap. Mm. When they finally let you see these things fight, you, you, have, a, you have a good 20 minutes of movie, but you can't. 20 minutes is not they enough. Tried. They tried. They tried. Alien uh, AVP Requiem was bad. It was a bad. It was bad. It was Charles S. Dutton. Aliens bad. It, it was bad, dude. Then they made the, made the movie Predators by Robert Rodriguez. Is that the one with Brody? Brody. That was that one was dope. That was that was real like fun. They randomly get stuck on a stinking planet. It's great. That was awesome, it's dude. Real. And then like it ends with how do we get home? <laughs> like and it's, it's like so dope, dude. And there's more shoots coming down of mm -hmm. more more killers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's great. Sweet, dude. Dude. So that one was good. This one, um, I don't know if it's better than Predators or not. Here's the thing. It again. Here's the thing. When you walk into a movie expecting nothing, and you get this movie, yes, it's amazing. It's because you had such low expectations that even if it's two out of four stars, you're like, dang, Gino. <laughs> dude, there's a few. There's a few, there's a couple moments in this movie that are make pre Predator. Did the little boy with the Predator helmet? The best. And he tapes it to his head? It's the, it's, it's the best thing i ever seen, dude. I wish my son would wear that for Halloween, but he, he, he's... He would look hilarious. It would be... Uh, but he wouldn't know why it's funny. Only I would. I'd be like, that's I my know. son. Um, I know, though. But so, I'll tell you this. My favorite show ever is This Is Us. And Randall from This Is Us, who's like the best character I've ever seen ever, is in this movie and he is like the bad guy jerk face and it's like wow this dude has a range because he is a punk he's dude. a good guy in this is us 
he's the best guy in This Is Us ever. I didn't know. Whoa, dude. Come on. Randall, bro, you got to start watching this show. Dude, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't do humans. <laughs> so, Predators, you've seen other movies. You saw a great one you want to recommend. Listen, especially being from uh, being a, a Michigan, Michigan native. Boy, yep. White Boy Rick is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I didn't know anything about this guy. Yo. But, so but, I mean, you're hearing names of real Michigan politicians that we heard about when we were young. Yep. And he's 80s, right? Yeah, this is 80s, dude. And it's like like the clothes, the music. The, I mean, the it's just. It's, it, it's hood Detroit. Oh, man. It's awesome, dude. It's like white trash and hood Detroit. Oh, it's amazing, man. dude. I mean, the, the movie starts out at a, a gun show. Like a ball stinking the crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right wing crazy. Yep, it it is next, amazing, dude. dude. But um, White Boy Rick, definitely recommendation. I also went and seen The Nun just because I love the Conjuring franchise. And uh, I'd probably give two and a half stars out of four. Okay. Enjoyable. Some good, um, very quiet jump scares. Nice. But um, CGI ruins the day again. They don't know how to. Listen. If it looks fake as crap right now, it's going to look fake as crap later. Yes. If it would have taken out all CGI and just put in effects, like makeup, it would have been, and I loved it. Yep. I give it, you know, three and three quarter. But um, CGI is, is the enemy of horror movie. Dude. I hate CGI, man. The Walking Dead don't use no CGI. The makeup's amazing. It Legit. Man, I'd rather watch stinking Claymation or Tales from the Crypt stinking effects than CGI, dude. Dude, you notice in a lot of modern action movies, they do all fake, like, like digital blood. Mm -hmm. Squibs are way better. Dude, even stinking um, explosions. It's like, come on, gee. That's why, like, a movie like Dark Knight, when he built the hospital, you're like, this is... Because it's real explosions. When, when the Joker got scared by the stinking yes, thing? That's that amazing, because that's real reaction. And, dude, the scene in... Um, what is it? Dust till dawn. Walking out of that, walking away from that gas station. It's really blowing up. It's not, oh, not yeah. fake. It's not... It's like... And that's a dangerous scene to film. Another but thing, it's awesome. Listen, another one is, um, what is Django? When Leo slams his hand on the table and accidentally cuts his hand wide open on that glass, he breaks. That scene is real. And Jamie Foxx was on Stern talking about that. And him and Samuel L. and that English dude... Or German, German dude, they're just sitting there and they like they didn't break character, but in their mind they're like, oh man, I mean they're gonna have to cut this. This mug is cut, dude. Like that was real. And Leo goes even crazier into his character, dude. That that when you capture realness like that, it's incredible, dude. Oh, so let's get into this movie because I don't so, want to be here all night. So I Murder an Axe Murder released July thirtieth, nineteen ninety three, literally one year after Encino Man. Has a 55% Rotten Tomatoes, which is it's travesty. This movie is a good movie. Bro, from the grip, it's great. Dude, when they go... First of all, the song by The Lies, There She Goes. Amazing song. Is that... They, did they originally do this? Is that their... I have it's no a idea. cover. I, I think it's a cover, but... Okay. But it's still... It or covers. I think somebody covered it after The Lies. Okay. And that's what the one they used for Sarah, Sarah Mary Dexter. But the song, I mean, it's, it's uh, beautiful... Background, because San Francisco is just a great city. Um, 
they go. He's a poet, so they go into these cool. He's like, a beatnik poet. He's a beatnik poet. Yeah, and they go into these this, this, his club where he's a regular, and he's like a. And the camera follows that uh, that that cappuccino getting yeah, made. Yeah, you follow him. You know, watching the thing, and like it starts with a hilarious joke. It's a really good. It's joke. just <laughs> hello, like it's <laughs> just funny, and like his best friend, it just shows him. He just he's just trying to find his way as a cop. It's just, I mean, this movie is so funny, but the thing that early 90s did, and some, some late 80s too, especially Mike Myers, one thing that he knows how to do is he knows how to capture comedy without a rated R rating. So one thing that I'm going to do, I, I, don't, I know you've noticed there's no bleeps yet. I am going to try, <laughs> just to prove a point, I'm going to try to do this whole podcast without swearing one time because when you watch a movie like this, and this day and age, you're watching. This is the day of the rated R comedy. Mm-hmm. The the f bombs, the nudity, the adultery, the just 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 raunchy comedy, which is like what the new norm is now. You go back and you see a movie like this, and you're like genuinely laughing hysterically at just comedy. Kramer's cameo in this movie was <laughs> so funny. Him and that dude. <laughs> That is so like how many jokes that they ramble off about dead people? It was, that was great. Take a job too serious? Light goes down the toilet. <laughs> like, oh my god. Hey, those are people. Dude, that movie. Okay, we'll get into that. There are some gem cameos. Gem Phil Hartman's cameo. Gems, dude. Um, so um this original guy named Thomas Schlame, Schlammy. This guy, um Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> made no other movies. He, he he's a TV director. What? He's a TV director. Did Spin City. Did a lot of TV show episodes. Okay. But I can did, see that. He did one movie. The way it was, it was filmed, I can see that. Yeah. Um. Probably, probably Mike Myers and him knew each other from some kind of working together, and they made this movie together. The plot is very simple. The, the plot's, a really the plot's good plot. in the stinking name, dude. Yeah. The plot basically is you're a guy who's afraid of commitment. This dude is like my level. <laughs> like <laughs> his boy is like. What happened this time, dude? Like, it was going amazing last week. What the heck? She stole my cat. <laughs> like, what? She's like, a klepto. <laughs> every, every stinking excuse is so funny that I'm surprised I haven't used them. Like, one of them I have used. You have not. I, well, I, obviously joking, but I might as well have been. Um, I, I know the girl, too. But um, he says, okay, so what happened to so-and-so? And he's like. She smelled like soup. And he looks at him like, <laughs> he's like, she smelled exactly like Campbell's tomato soup. And he's like, Charlie, well, you weren't there. And like, <laughs> it's so funny. You told me that once upon a And you know who I'm talking I about? Did. <laughs> you didn't get it, did you? No, I, I'm like, that's a weird thing to say out loud. <laughs> so it's a guy afraid of c- commitment. Had to choose for every woman. Even his mom was like, I liked her. You know what? And she's like, he's like, Mom, you're not making this eat any easier on me. And she's like, Why should I? That's mom all day. Do it all day. Um, but then he meets a girl who actually, it's a great, it's, you know, it's a good love story. It's a great it's little romantic comedy. Even like, the we've first all, meet we've is all that, done that. Is that where, little, the little flirt? Little yeah, yeah. Flirt, where where you're like, okay, are you looking, that, you're yeah. looking at her finger. You're like, this girl's, this girl's very attractive, real cool. 
mysterious, you know. And then he drives by. He's got his his top down, his shades on, and he busts. She busts him looking at her, and then they kind of have the yeah. back and forth. And you're like, this is awesome. This is how it goes. In real yeah, life. it's 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 a real interaction. Like it's awesome. It's genuine. Yes, like I remember Pearl Harbor trying to pull that off. That oh movie. gosh, it was terrible. So bad. That movie is real bad. That movie's the worst, dude. First of all, whoever made the trailer for that movie is a genius. The trailer. Because one minute you got Cuba Gooding Jr. on that stinking huge machine gun, you're like, this is gonna be amazing, and then you find out he's the cook, and he like. Just jumped on a machine gun, like, and he wasn't supposed to. He probably got, he got probably got in trouble. Worst movie ever. That trailer literally brought, like, a, a, oh, dude, I, I was like patriotic. I, I couldn't little... wait to be all into history for a second, dude. And the movie sucked. And then it was like going to see Lincoln with you guys, where the history was actually real and it was amazing. And I'm like, oh, jeez, dude. But um, somebody give me a love story. <laughs> so he finds a girl, great romantic connection. But he thinks he would be a, an action murderer because of the national because news. Because his mother. What's that? National Enquirer. National Enquirer. His mother thinks that's the real paper. Like, that's where he gets and the And he real reads news. a story about Mrs. X. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah! <laughs> like, it's so funny, dude. So, but you, it's great because the movie has this, like, is she or isn't she? It's a and the bodies were never found. <laughs> You're like, oh, my goodness. So you don't know. Like, is, is, is there really a murderer? Is he just a commitment phobe? It's just a fun little thing like is it true or not and that's a great little and twist it, it, at the, the end. funniest part there's is there's a couple twists in this movie there's some huge it's, twists it's really dude. fun man <laughs> and it's clean and just it's just a genuinely good like you could watch this there's one f word and yeah. it's really well used it's great and well, I say it's great but it's it's really well used maybe in my top five f words in p13 films of all time be cool's got one of them. Be, be cool's number one. That's the only good part of the whole movie, though. That movie sucked. The F word was, was so well bad, used. dude. Um, <laughs> but um, so that's the plot: is a guy Kripfo meets a girl, doesn't know if she's Ash murder, and we don't need her as an audience. We don't know. But we are like, you're an idiot, right? Now, but then you start going on this journey with him, as you said. You already said it, but does the movie hold up? Heck to the what? yes. It's, it's awesome, It's dude. so good. Especially I can't if you it. haven't watched it in a while or if you've never seen it, watch it. It's like the music. It's quintessential 90s music. It's great it's, music. It's like, San Francisco's like just a beautiful town. To do, good like, backdrop. Like, I mean, it's everything about it, dude. It's awesome. And he does the thing where he plays his old dad. And it is like no, it's, it's, it's nutty, have, professor. Good dude. It's had to have been done before. Eddie Murphy is where we know him from, doing the multiple roles in one movie. But he nails that dad. Bro. And he said that that the dad he creates for the movie has a lot of qualities of his own father, which makes it even funnier. Because if his dad was like that at all, Bro, that's really when funny. His dad's making the big head jokes. I'm dying, dude. And it's funny because his best friend is um. Like, a, like he's a cop. He's yeah. a man's man. He comes Wants over. Wants to be Serpico. He's, he's drinking beer with his dad, watching soccer. He shows up before Charlie even shows up. And then Charlie shows up. And Charlie just wants to come over and be with his mom. And the dad's making fun of him for being a mama's boy. Float away, you fairy. <laughs> like, and it's, he's just a, like the dad's a, a man's man and Charlie's a mama's boy. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is, you know how he's laughing in the scene? That's all. His, he's he's literally losing it and trying to stay in character. Cause Mike Myers it's is so funny, hilarious. The dude. father, that role is every time he's on camera, every time he shows up, the dad, he's fantastic. Dude, even at the anniversary dinner when he, the one scene where he's sweet, it is captivating, dude. And you know what, my wife, it's uh, could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dang, dude. 
<laughs> dude, my wife was like moved to tears, dude. That's a beautiful scene, dude. Because he cried for a long time. Because he's such a dick. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count, Give me dude. a swear jar, dude. Okay. <laughs> but he's such a t- he's, he's mean to her all the time. But dude, she ain't no. But it's funny. It's funny, dude. It's it's really funny. Nay, shut it. <laughs> Did you happen to me? <laughs> like, the, mom, the mom is good too. She's awesome, dude. She's thinking makes out with a friend. That's so. Funny. She's like, ah, oh, you're turning out no wee sex bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> At the wedding, she's all up on him. Because he's dude. got a kilt on, dude. That's so funny. Oh. The best is when they're at the anniversary dinner and they, they kiss and it's all sweet. And then the slow song starts and that big old woman's like, what's the, what's the best friend's name? Uh, best friend's name is Tony. <laughs> Tony, do you want to dance? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Being electrocuted. Dude, dude, we'll get, oh. we'll, get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That taught me a lot. That scene right there taught me a lot. What, don't bring a conversation to a halt? <laughs> I've got ten names in my head right now. Do 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 do. Literally, literally. We will get to it at the end. Okay. Now, speaking of the father, there's a part where the father goes crazy on his conspiracy theory stuff. The Illuminati. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Dude, well, listen. Before that, he mentions Lyndon Larouche. He's like, oh, he's talking. He's talking this Lyndon Larouche nonsense. And he, and he says that word. He's spouting his Lyndon Larouche nonsense, which is conspiracy theory guy. Before internet, there was a guy who had this whole like newsletter he'd send out with all these crazy conspiracy theories. Right? How would you get the letter? Listen, one day I'm in Chicago with AC, and uh, so we meet someone who's giving out these pamphlets and to copy people. It's Larouche. It's Larouche's people. Oh. And he invites us to. He, we talk to him, and he likes us. He goes, "Listen, man." That's what I was invite guys until we you know, kind of vet them a little more. But you want to come to a meeting tonight? And we're like, sure, dude. So we and go. You didn't know what it was, though? No idea. We, what, we're, <laughs> I'm 19 years old. What do I know about anything in the world, okay? We go to You're this. You're with Crumpton. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. So we go to this oh, like, man. industrial area, and there's, and there's a, like an apartment. Just like a, it looks like industrial, but there's like, and you go up to a door, and there'll be like different businesses in there, and you push the button. And I push the one that's like, it's not Larissa's, like Free American Inc. or something like that. So like, we push the button. And we go in, they let us in, and there's a meeting. And people, the speakers tell us stories about how they were there and stopped certain wars. It's really weird. And the kids are coming up to us and bringing us, like, I'm nice to kids. So I'd be nice to little kids. The kids would bring me a, a poster. They brought a poster to me of, like, like, like a plane shooting Bill Clinton. And Clinton bleeding everywhere. And they, they were drawing little crayon drawings of killing Current politicians. What the crap? Dude, it was. And they're kids? Little kids. Like oh. politically brainwashed beyond belief, okay? What are they, Westboro Baptist did? Dude, stupid. They're coming to Grand Blank. I know. Okay, bro. so. These, I heard they're going to Flint, too. They I better, they better I not come here. I heard they're going southwest. Dude, listen. This is not. Be careful, Holmes. This is not. This ain't Virginia, homie, or Kentucky, or wherever they're no, from. No, no. This is a bad place. There's, there's, there's a lot of violence here. Listen, we'll preface this by saying we love our. our I love our city. But the reason I love it so much is because, come on over. <laughs> come on over, Westboro, dude. Um, but uh, so we were there, and like it seems like a bunch of whack jobs at first, right? Just a, They claim to be like the fourth largest intelligence agency in America behind the FBI, CIA, and, and Interpol. And I'm like, what are you talking? The Vatican? <laughs> the Vatican. The Rothschilds. <laughs> so listen, the guys 
takes us back to a back room, so we're walking through, and it's all like, people live here. It looks all messy, and there's like it's like almost like a commune with multiple families who believe this. It's a cultic nonsense, okay? Don't drink no Kool Aid. Listen, we walk into a room. We walk through a room to another room. We open a door, and there's literally just this is this is this is two thousand. This is nineteen ninety nine, okay? This, this is you know internet. It's early internet, dude. There we walk into a room, and there are literally just rows of computers. All turned on, people sitting at them. There's server farms in there hosting stuff. I don't know what these guys did, but they had money, and they were getting a message out, whatever the message was. Holy crap! So whoever these, so, so I'm, I hope my name is some list someday where they're like, "Were you part of the communist party?" Have you seen, have, what's, have you seen the majestic? Dude? I'm telling you, you trying to go to prison, fool. Dude, I'm telling you what this like, uh, Mr. Alaniz, were you a, a part of a Russian's plot to overthrow America? I was like. Uh, no, no, I Listen, wasn't. she was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, that, that stuff is. But, but, so when that, watch that movie, they do that. I laugh because they teach you all that Illuminati. Sounds like an episode of Black Mirror, dude. dude Holy shadow crap. government, deep government stuff, dude. That like all presidents are controlled by a secret organization. Dude, that place was. I heard Fahrenheit 11.9 bombed. Dude, it's so, and plus it makes it look like we suck, dude. That's because. These poor people have no strength or ability. Yeah, Feel right. bad for them. Meet me on the corner, fool. But uh, so that I thought that was really funny, Lynn Larouche, because that's insane, dude. That was a crazy night. Uh, and again, I bet, dude. If I ever show up on one of these lists, you know, I thought it was funny, and I realized I shouldn't be here. Like literally, I just some, blame Adam, dude. At some point in the night, I'm like, I gotta get out of here, because I shouldn't be here. Like this is a bad place for me to be, because these people are all insane. Jeez. But um, so Mike Myers is Dave, okay? Mike Myers ruled the '90s. Is is what he ruled the '90s? Oh, what did you say? Mike Myers is what? He plays is it Dave? Charlie? Charlie? Why did I write Dave? Oh, I, I, it was it was oh crap! It was I just say yeah, it was a typo. I wrote wrong. But he, he's Charlie now. Dave Mike Myers. That don't even sound right, fool. Mike Myers. Listen, that's like saying I got a fish this big. That's Dave, fool. I understand. Mike Myers ruled the '90s, mm. and I forget. Like, because this is before Wayne's World hits. Bro, he was one of the best Saturday Live people ever. Wayne's World 1 and 2. Both fantastic. Huge, dude. Both fantastic. Like, what? Great. Wait, Wayne's World 2, I forget how funny Great. it is. Great. Because I got no place else to go. <laughs> is it walking the bad guy in that? Yeah, he's dude. Great. Um, He's in sticking Shrek 1 through 4. Whoa, dude. Just those movies are huge, dude. Movies were gigantic. Dude, that, Shrek They're still was so, milking that dude, franchise. Shrek was so big that Antonio Banderas just had to be a part of it. So he plays a, a Spanish cat. What's his name? Puss in Boots? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, and those are good movies. Dude, um, I only saw part 1 and 2. I didn't see 3 and 4. I'm like, this is a lot of Shreks. Um <laughs> He did, dude, Austin Powers were gigantic. They were huge, dude. I, did, listen, I listen, didn't like the Love Guru, but. No, Love Guru was, that's, 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 that was the end of him. But, dude, Austin Powers, it's a dumb movie. But there are some funny gags It's in. so funny, dude. Like, Fat Bastard's a funny character. He's hilarious, dude. Okay, just note to self, dude. Ernesto has sworn more than me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper uh, name. You know what, though? He is stinking creepy in studio 54 bro Eesh. i never saw that one Eesh. um but uh stick it um like so like literally awesome power street probably is the worst of all of them but the opening of that movie is the fu- it's funny which one is that one 
Austin Powers opens where it's like all these actors playing the Austin Powers people. Oh, it's Tom Cruise is uh, yes, and it's uh, Dan DeVito plays Minnie Me. I forgot. And it gives him the finger and cuts him out. That's so funny, and dude. Kevin Spacey's Doctor Evil. That's right. He's bald headed. He's dude, doing that's it. hilarious. It's really funny. Um, that uh, that that opening is and it's like it played out like it's still like a real action movie. It's really funny. Um, but and it, it, yeah, yeah, so Austin Powers. Those movies were all. Big hit. I tell you what, randomly he came back in Inglorious Bastards and was awesome, dude. I was like, is that we, Mike? We both were like, because we went and seen it in the yeah. theater. We were like, that is, is that awesome? stinking Mike Myers? And he played it straight. He just he played great. it He was great. Straight. The whole time I'm waiting for him to bust out into something funny. He played it straight like a mug, dude, and it was fantastic. But this guy ruled the 90s, and he's been gone for a minute. He, Funniest thing I ever seen was when him and Kanye West were doing that thing together for MTV. I forgot about that. <laughs> you gotta feel bad for him. And he's just like his he, face. He just reads this thing and Kanye's all worked up and he's like, George Bush does not like black people. Mike Myers is like, oh crap. <laughs> and then they and then they cut to Chris Tucker and he's like, don't come to me, boy. <laughs> it was great. They did a Let It Live uh, premiere like. Six months later, and Mike Myers, like, they do, it's a skit where Mike Myers and Kanye in the back hallways, like, oh, and he's still nervous. It's, it's, I thought it was funny, dude. Was it the real Kanye? Yeah. That's hilarious. Did you hear about Conway's performance, SNL? Conway Twitty? Kanye's no. performance. Apparently, he wore a MAGA hat, Make America Great Again hat, the red. He wore the red hat straight up no. for, his, for the video. And then afterwards, he went on kind of like a, talking about why Trump's better, like he's good for a country. And the, the, the studio audience booed him. Booed Kanye West, man. Listen, Kanye West sucks. People say he's a genius. Who, the, who are those people? Uh, Jared Herman. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> he's also got a snake tattoo on his thigh. <laughs> he calls it. His child's a snake. <laughs> okay. He's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. <laughs> Just because I want to get one. Who is it? What? what? What is that? Oh, Vonnegut. Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> One reason I know who Kurt Vonnegut is because of Rodney Dangerfield, dude. And another thing, Vonnegut. <laughs> dude, that's funny, dude. So he answered the door. Hi, I'm Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> Mike Myers plays two roles. I know Eddie Murphy made this famous with Nutty Professor. And a lot of people do it now. But man, this was one of the first times I ever saw it. And it was, it was really good. And some guys try to do it sometimes, and there's no reason for it. Remember when um, Mars Attacks, Nicholson played two characters? It was stupid. Like, there's no reason to do Horrible. it. Horrible. Best part, though, is he's like, you don't eat pork, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. That is the funny part. And he says, we've got, he's doing the, the press conference, the president, he's like, we still got two, uh, two breads of government working for you. And that, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, that's dude. That's funny, dude. Um, so then you have probably the next big star is going to be Nancy Travis's Harriet Michaels. She is gorgeous in this movie, dude. You know, she got the curly hair. Dude, it's just beautiful girl. They had Sharon Stone signed for this film. I'm so glad she wasn't in it, dude. Sharon I'm Stone? I'm waiting for a gratuitous beaver shot the whole stinking movie. <laughs> Holy loaded weapon one. Loaded weapon one. Thank you, dude. I, I don't want everybody to think I'm a creep, dude. It's from, the, it's from a comedy movie, people. 
<laughs> it turns around and said Bieber smoking a cigarette. And it was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that weapon one is pretty funny. It's so funny. That movie's so funny, dude. Building his gills. Building his gills. I love how Woody Goldberg pulls the sock out of her sneaking pants, dude. Oh, shit. How about a predator when they're like, so what are we looking for anyway? Kind of look like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny, dude. Those guys, there's a part that the the Will Lucas won me over when the main character gets all mad at him. He's just like, shut the F up. And, and all the crazies. Quiet. Yeah, all the crazies. And like, think they respect him. They're just like, shut the F up. Ah, <laughs> shut the F up. Ah. <laughs> Which is just how guys are. We're dude, so stupid. So funny, dude. dude they, That's they, like you should have said, at least I don't cheat on my wife. <laughs> Well, you're a terrible father. Like it just, it's, you don't, you don't reveal real cards for the guys because they will eat you alive. Oh man, do not let, let you don't let them know that you bothers you because they know it bothers you. You're dead. Like you don't come back. You don't hang out with the guys anymore. You're dead. Um, Some of them are dead. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's a good speech. It's dude. so great, um, dude. But uh, she's good. Nancy Trapp. Okay, no, Sharon Stone. She is. Sharon Stone, you know what she wanted to do? She what? wanted to be in this movie, and she wanted to be the girl and her sister. A dual role, just like Myers had a dual role. Oh. Which, and they said no to her, and she walked. Good. Keep good. walking, because you didn't do anything good. Ever. Nothing? Nothing. What, Sliver? Come no. on. No. Horrible. The Specialist? Come on. Oh, that was bad. That was heartbreaking, that dude. That was... Sly wanted to get on the erotic action movie. Like he thought, if we wicked R and show my booty, people like I it can, more. Uh, I can. I could have my whole life not seeing Sly's butt. <laughs> been I okay. He's a good looking man, but I don't need to see it. Listen, dude. Eric Roberts is the bad guy. Come no, on, dude. James Woods is the bad guy. Eric Roberts is the crazy guy. You're right, but James Woods works with him. Yeah, yeah. James James Woods is the main bad guy. He, he was a good bad guy. James Woods was. James Woods is awesome. That movie's terrible. It's the worst movie ever, dude. James, okay, I'll tell you one one movie that Sharon Stone's good at. What? Casino. She is. She's got that love affair with James Woods in that movie. And you know what? I've referred to people like she's Sharon Stone in Casino. Like yeah. that, that, mean, that means it's a girl who's who just is a powerful, gifted, intelligent woman who loves a creep, and you don't know why. Just so, a creep has her wrapped around his finger. I've seen women like that, where they're powerful, incredible yeah. women. And just some creeper. And they have one, one weakness, and it's that piece of crap, dude. That movie's brutal because of that, dude. Yeah, that... dude. <laughs> when you know what? That's you're right. That's she's good in that. When De Niro shows up at the the stinking fam, little family diner. Oh my goodness, that is the most. Oh, and they beat him down in the parking lot. Dude, that's crazy, dude. She knows not great. There's some great listen, scenes in it. Listen. The opening's pretty awesome. I don't like Casino, man. No. I don't. It's there's too just, long. It's There's too much. They, they, I mean, listen. You had the perfect recipe. Don't try to tweak it. Goodfellas was amazing. Casino was not. Don't try to use the same people and the same director. And in the same get, kind of movie. You're not going to... You don't strike gold twice. Oof. It's like Everclear. You know, you have the same song more than once, dude. It gets old. Okay. Now you're... Now you're being ridiculous. <laughs> Dude. They can do that same song 18 times, and I'm, and I'm going to buy it every time. You know what? Buffett has, and I love every one of them. Listen, they're awesome. <laughs> I've, I've seen I'm, Listen, me and Ernesto are, are closet parrot heads, dude, if you dude, didn't know. legit. We are. Come Monday comes on, I'm going, yeah. <laughs> Boat drinks? Get out of my face, dude. Dude, it's my job. That song inspires oh, me every, every time, dude. dude. Too bad. He, oh, you, you give us a road trip and beaches, boats, bars, and ballads, it's a great road dude, trip, dude. dude. <laughs> one of the best 
time. It might be the best dude, Mike said. What's your favorite of those four CDs? Ballads, bro. Ballads, Ballads gets High me, five. dude. Gets Boom. me, dude. Um, Jimmy Buffett all Jimmy's day. The man, I've seen dude. him probably five or six times. Bro, it's one of the biggest parties I've ever been to. Ever. It's crazy. People go, I mean, you're talking 21 to 75. Just partying. Partying. So, and now that Travis, we got our Jimmy she, Buffett detour. She is, she, the only movie I know her besides this one. She's just a TV show. She What's does the one with uh, Andy Garcia? He plays his girl. What? It's a cop movie. Andy Garcia. I can't remember. Dang it. But Nancy Travis is in Yes, that. she's in But she's also in The Vanishing. Which oh. is actually a good movie. Kiefer Sutherland, um, Jeff Bullock. Bridges, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, and Nancy Travis. And Travis, I, you feel bad for her. She plays... You know what she plays? She plays a guy, his wife disappears one day. And he, like, usually he finds new love, wants to move on. And Jeff plays the new girl, but he can't move on past yeah. what happened. Internal Affairs. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, Internal Affairs. With Andy Garcia. But, uh, Richard Gere. Why? So, <laughs> she is a tragic, wonderful actress in that movie. And she saves his life. Like, it's mm -hmm. crazy. Oh, she does. But um, she's a, she's a good actress, man. Yeah, she was vanishing is amazing. The vanishing, I showed anything because I'm like, babe, this is a good thriller. This is like my idea of a good thriller because it's mystery. There's Bridges plays. He's a great actor in that movie. Bridges, I didn't remember it was him for a long time because the way he plays it is so different than he plays other things. Then you got Alan Arkin as as literally the uncredited precinct captain. He's not in the credits. Really? Which means he wasn't paid for this movie. He did it because he wanted to be with the guys. Too bad he's hilarious in this movie. Alan Arkin is a national treasure. Alan Arkin <sighs> is like a spice you add. He's like uh, he's like a spice you add. Just to, like a, he's like cinnamon. You, you, too much. Will, you, I don't know if he could be too much. But I don't, I'm saying you add him into a movie and it makes the movie better. Um, I think of Indian Summer. He's great in Indian Summer. <gasps> he's so funny in that. Um. He's in Gross Point Blank. He's fed as, as a shrink. He's fantastic. He plays uh, uh, points, uh, Martin Point's shrink. And, yeah, he uh, is great. He calls him in the middle of the night. Yeah. Wakes uh, him up. He's great in... Wasn't he in the Jerky Boys? I didn't see the Jerky Boys. He's in the Rocketeer. And that's a fun movie. Yes, it is. And he's also in Little Miss Sunshine, which is a weird <gasps> movie, but he's great in it. Oh my god. He's the gosh. grandpa who dies. He teaches her a erotic routine. Dude, bro. that scene is really funny. It, and all the stinking family goes up. And, and what a it's a very inappropriate, beautiful thing, it's, dude. It's weird how <laughs> poignant that, that scene is. That movie is fantastic. She comes out and she goes nuts. You're like, you can't believe what you're seeing. When the family comes up with her and they're not afraid of being like um embarrassed. Because the, the father, I hate him because he cares what so much punk, what everyone thinks yep. about him. He's trying to he make said, it. If you want to be a supermodel, I don't think they eat a lot of ice cream. And it's like, are you kidding me, dude? What a dog. Doggy dog. Dude, but he is funny. He is, he says some crazy, it's, but he, Ellen Arkin is a good actor. In this movie, what you have happen is essentially the Serpico character, which is um, Anthony LaPlate, La, Pagnia. I can't Paglia. say it. Yeah. Steakin, he, he where he's a cop. so funny, dude. And he doesn't like his work because it's not like the movies when he, he was a kid. He wanted to be a cop because of Serpico. Right. And because like, is wanted... it like Serpico? He's not in New York City in the 70s. No. He is. 
doing paperwork all the time. He's trying to take cases that he thinks are going to do something, but it's just... So he's he's like, and you, Captain, you're just so nice. He wants his captain to be mean, so Alan Arkin, he's seen, so he tries to be a mean, like a TV captain, and they are wonderful scenes. Arkin comes in and, dude, dude. he does the scenes flawlessly, dude. He'll come back in. Oh, that was really good. He's like, oh, hey, does somebody need a hug? <laughs> he's like, oh, Captain. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. dude it's really, the, the comedyest movie is really <laughs> so well-measured, great. Every character is played by a, a competent actor. Yeah, oh, man. Everybody. Arkin has three even, scenes. Even the, oh, he's only got three. He and they're, they're, they are all gold. Yeah, Every scene is, is solid gold. Dude, um, even the stinking, uh, the pilot. Stephen Wright dude, is fantastic. Dude. Stephen Wright has this tiny little role, and he has two scenes, but it's in one, it's in one setting. The, the he's a pilot, and he does his Stephen Wright bit, the monotone. Mm. And, Stephen Wright is the radio DJ from Reservoir Dogs. Yes, he is. And, and you see his face when you hear it. K. Billy Super Sounds of the seventies with the seventies. Keep trucking. Every. <laughs> And, and everybody listens to that station. Everybody loves the station, dude. Dude. Oh. Um, on the, also, on the album, you have his voice yes. introducing songs. Yes. And it's awesome. Um, the Reservoir Dog soundtrack. But. Okay, let's talk really quick. Anthony LaPaglia's best role ever. What? Empire Records. It is. Dude. He's Amazing, and then there's a random scene where he's just had enough, and he's got to play drums to ACDC, and it is awesome. Well, you're a drummer, such so your well. It's dope though. He just goes in his office and cranks up the radio and starts playing, and then everybody turns up the volume, and they're all jamming. It's awesome, dude. I was that movie so I gotta see it again. Whoa, it's good. It's that good. Too bad it's so good because we're older. Nobody knows what a record store is anymore, dude. Everybody's sitting at home playing video games and ordering music online. I remember going to this record store at release day, standing in line, opening the CD, and sniffing the booklet, dude. Dude, I remember buying new albums, going to my car, listening to the whole album in one city. Dude, I remember when Mom brought home Pinkerton from Weezer, dude, the day it came out, and I sat. You were the best buy, didn't she? Yes, and I sat That's right. at my desk. Because that was your band. What? What do you mean, was full? Sorry. There, I, I, I had my little boombox on my uh, desk where I did my homework, and... Uh, I just listened to music and never did homework. But <laughs> I remember sitting there and listening to the whole thing front to back and just sitting there like, oh my gosh, they did it again, dude. Holy crap. But no, Weezer fans, it didn't, wasn't as successful commercially as Who the cares? Blue Album. But fans loved it, right? What? Amazing. That album's insane. It's equally as good as the Blue Album. What's your favorite Weezer album? <sighs> wow. That's a tough it's, one well, for you. Blue and Pinkerton are tied for first, dude. I okay. Can't, I can't. There's there's different meanings in those two albums. Understood. Um, so you have Michael Richards has a scene in this movie. Whoa. Now, Michael Richards, his life is over. Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny? His freakout looked like his real life freakout. <laughs> yes, it did. Because <laughs> his comedy is very jerky, reactionary, uh, stream of consciousness. It's very visual. And in this movie, this is before Seinfeld. This is before UHF. No, no, it's after UHF. UHF is like eighty nine. But I'm saying bro. he's had done very little at this point. UHF is not a big movie. It's very small. He has a little scene in a in a sneaking um in what in a newspaper. And what's great is they work in the script so well because he's got to go there to announce his parents' anniversary, yeah, which, which is why he's, yep. I'm watching. I'm like, that's you have a plot point, 
and he's got to be in a certain place and more story develops. That's how you write a screenplay. Yes. It's not just random place to random place. Very smart. Very, really well done because you have two things happening, two stories going forward at the same time and there's these two guys, one, and, and one's a reporter and one guy is, he writes obituaries. So they just, and you listen, listen, I know if, you, if you're a cop or if you're a firefighter or if you're a doctor and you see heinous crap all day, you know these guys make jokes about it. They have to. Mm-hmm. As pastors, we, 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 you see such awful things. Once in a while, you just have to be like, this is so absurd, I have to laugh about it. And so they're making, making jokes about these guys that have died. And like, they're really clever jokes. And they're both laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they're just being dumb. Literally, the lady that's, that's taken the information from Mike Myers goes, hey, those are people you're talking about. They're like, hey, sorry, you know, sorry. They, they back up. They, so they got yelled at once. But they start going back in. But then it. they start talking about a plumber that died. That Named uh, Ralph. Ralph. Elliot. Ralph. Ralph oh, Elliot. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Oh, she's my friend. She's she's your friend. She. Well, because in the Mrs. In X the, in the Mrs. X National Choir thing, Ralph Elliot is a plumber from I forget what city, but he but got murdered from San Fran. He's from San Fran. He's from that town. He got killed. Well, so they're going through obituary names, and they start talking about a plumber named Ralph Elliot. Which is which? It, it piques Mike Myers' attention because Mike like, Myers thought she was the killer, got over it. Yep. And all of a sudden he's like, "What? No, this, 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 yeah, this, this is he's, him." He's going back and forth with yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. So then there, he's a plumber, and he goes, "Yeah, uh, they say he died, you know, whatever." And he goes, "Man, plumber, huh? Well, you take your work too serious, life goes down the drain, dude." And they're <laughs> dying like it. It's really funny. <laughs> just to talk, just and then Mike Myers is like, "Doesn't say anything about his wife." Look, hey man, I'm hey, I'm sorry, you got me. I'm a, I'm a jerk, man. Hey, you know, I know these are people, okay, we're done. And he's like, no, 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 really. Do they say anything about his wife? And he's like, listen, I mean, you, you already win. got me, dude. You win, you win. I'm the jerk, dude. I'm insensitive. And he's like, he's getting so frustrated because he just wants to know, is this my fiance? Is this Mrs. X? Is this Mrs. X? And he did they talk about the wife? And Michael Rich is like, no, no, they didn't talk about the wife. You happy? And everybody stops. And he's just like, just look at the insensitive man. Look at me. I'm so insensitive. It's <laughs> and he unbelievable. Walks off. It's great, dude. And the, like, the guy, deadpan as you can be. That's my right home. <laughs> dude, Michael, Mike Richard, he's a funny guy. Dude, Seinfeld, he's a great character on Seinfeld. He's, he's amazing. He's funny. A lot of physical comedy. He's... he's and his career is over because he lost his mind on stage. He lost his mind in a racist rant, bro. That was insane, dude. That was crazy. That was pretty bad. Whoa. But, dude, what's crazy is you watch some of the 80s comics? They go that way. Like, I watched, dude, you watch some of these guys talk about gays back in the 80s? It's bad, dude. Those guys, I'm like, you get, there's guys working today that in the 80s had some stuff. That, I can't believe people are bringing it up and get yeah, mad at you for this stuff. About women, about homosexuals. They said some crazy... Eddie Murphy said some crazy about women, oh, dude, and about gays, dude. Crazy stuff. But, um, so, Richard's in it. Then you got... De- then you got... Sorry, we'll go to Amanda Plummer, the crazy sister. The girl from Needful Things. That is her! Yes. She's also Pulp Fiction, dude. Yes. She's Honey she's Bunny. Honey Bunny, dude. And she- She's also the small role in The Prophecy. You ever see that movie with Christopher Walken? No, I heard it was. It's a horror I film. I heard it was horrific. Angels and Demons. It's it's really it's not horrifying, but it's 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 good. Like it's. I heard it messes you up mentally. It's a good little thriller, dude. It's great. There are some scenes. I'm dude, gonna watch a scary movie tonight, dude. Uh, 
what's his name? Lord of the Rings. Um, you asking me about Lord of the Rings, boy? Oh, sorry, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Oh, okay. man. He plays Satan in that movie. <gasps> he plays the devil. I and he, love Viggo, he comes dude. up one scene and he goes to this girl. He's like talking to her, like talking to her and stuff. And he says to her, he goes, he says to her, all those nights when you were afraid, someone under the bed, I was there. Like, and I'm just like, mother scratcher, dude. I'm watching, I'm like, Whoa. dude, he's scared. I was like, I don't like the devil. Dang, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, dude, random movie, um, random movie truth for you before we go on. Um, my son uh, is getting in trouble at school. And I'm like, Nesto, if you get, in, if there's three strikes in class. If you get three strikes, they call me. I'm like, Nesto, if they call me, what's going to happen? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to show you. So I filmed the scene from Mr. Deeds. Where? No, Daddy, no! <laughs> yes. So no, I'm like, hey, Nesta, what happens if you get three strikes in a day? He goes, No, Daddy, no! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's amazing. Angie says it's not funny, but we. That's both, really funny, dude. We, me and Lena Nesta laugh like crazy. You, you use foul language in front of a woman. He's like, I'll show him where he comes from. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a big old man. Dude, he's a quarterback for a football team. It's <laughs> so funny, dude. No, dude. But I, I guess someone said that's that could be seen as domestic violence. I'm like, I'm not. I don't spank the kid. For, I just there's just a threat of, of of force someday. People are stupid, dude. But um, Amanda Plummer always plays like off kilter, <laughs> crazy people, and she's really she's good at it. Uncomfortable, bro. She's awkward and weird. She was fantastic in Pulp Fiction, though, dude. She is. But she's like she, she's emotionally. Just, like falling apart, and it's she plays it the so way well. Samuel L. talks to her is one of the most fantastic monologues I've ever seen. He dude. just calms her down. He's like, "I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you." And and what is he? And what, what does he call the other guy? You're proud of her, Fonz, R- uh, Rico, something. I don't something. Care. I forget. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, but oh man, how are you doing, baby? I gotta pee. <laughs> It's almost over, baby. Dude. So good. Tim Timothy Roth plays that scene so good, too. Whoa, he's Like, the thing is, if you have a great actor across from not a great actor, it can hurt the scene. Like, you know what? There'll be blood. Um, Daniel Lee Lewis is so good. The guy, the the, the preacher, isn't as strong as he is. You feel it a little bit, you know? Because he's so good. Daniel Day is... Another level of but actor. But they against DiCaprio. They, they hold it because it's Whoa, like, yeah. dude. But I forgot dude, about those two. They're, they're just great. I, I, I would have liked a lot more Liam Neeson in that movie. Because that was the rivalry. And you don't realize the that's who took his eye. It's, ugh. Dude, when they're going over the, the, the war they're going to have, they're like, guns? He's like, no. And then it was like, good boy. Like, it's just like, this is crazy. Because there's mutual respect. It's great, dude. Um, when he kills that stinking dude, just right out there in the street for everybody to see. The guy like, who see won this? The- this is 42. That's you. <laughs> dude, he's just like, oh. Daniel Day. That's one of the greatest villains of all time. The Butcher. Bill oh, the Butcher. My goodness, dude. When he throws that knife in the air, he's like, got to tenderize this meat. It's, it's crazy. But, um, so... Charles Grodin has a, a scene in this movie. Great. Dude, you know what's funny? The funniest part is earlier, the cop says, says to the captain, I mean, I've never even commandeered a vehicle. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> then he tries to commandeer a vehicle, and it's Charles Grodin, dude. He's like, San Francisco police, I need your car. No. <laughs> He's like, 
Why? That's <laughs> so funny, dude. Grodin just plays it. There's, uh, and Grodin, he didn't do a lot, but Beethoven was a good movie. It was huge, dude. It was, they did uh, two or three of them after that. At least two. I know they had Beethoven second, but I don't know what, if they had a third. Yeah, I don't know. They, but um, <laughs> That made those dogs popular. That movie did. Big old nasty mugs, dude. dude. Just hairy and slimy, dude. He, Probably weigh 100 pounds, bro, dude. Oh, they're huge, dude. So and you know, every, there's just slobber on everything, bro. Yeah. We had Debbie Major in a moment. We'll get to her. I'm going to hold her to raise this right. Raise this right. Now, uh, for those of you who like the podcast, listen to us every week, go to patreon.com slash redrumthetre. And um, there you can go ahead and support our show. Um, we, I just paid our, uh, our hosting fees for the year. And that was, we had enough to pay it, Tone, so that's awesome. I, I paid out of pocket for the last three years, so we have. This year, we had enough to cover because you guys give a dollar an episode, and you're awesome for doing so. That's all we ask, a buck a month to support the show, keep the lights on, allow us to do promotions, allow us to do T-shirt designs, allow us to do cool things, and do the show more, more you know, do the show often. So give a dollar. That would be awesome. We'll appreciate it. We'll give you a high five on the air if you do that. So... Raised us right. Listen, this movie taught us how to avoid the uncool girl. Now, what do I mean? I'm not trying to be a jerk, but listen. There's this great scene in this movie. There's a double date. Oh, no. And everyone's being funny and clever and cool. Even Nancy Travis. She's holding her own. Whoa, man. They're doing this thing like... Like the, The dudes are just hilarious. But then Nancy Travis comes in, and you're like, what? That was nasty. And the game is just be really gross. One up each other on the nasty. That's all it is. And it's so funny, dude. And it gets to his his date for the night. Debbie Mazar. I've seen a lot of movies. She's she's Lyota's second girl in um Goodfellas. He's a second girl. And she's, he's got, she's also in the one where Cusack finds the million dollars. Yes, she is in that one. She said she's also is she in the craft too? Oh, no, it's a different girl. No, 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 it's Looks like her though a little bit. But this girl's been in a few movies movies. And it goes to her. It's her turn. Like, it's it's gross thing. Or, and she just goes, being electrocuted. And it's like. Uh, <laughs> and he's got to be like, oh, that was a good one, babe. That was fun. Like, just, dude, listen. First of all, I've, I've been with people. And uh, Wes Morris has said, uh, dude, it's uh, so I married Aaron Max. That's why I married Max over here. And he means this person is not cool at all. This person is that girl. Here, okay, here's the thing. This is bad to say. I'm, hopefully, I'm not a D cheeseburger for saying this, but <laughs> you can't be enough for both. No, you, they have to like bring something. Like, I, okay, I went to a concert last night with Henry and Andrea, and it was just the three of us. Andrea's so funny and fun. It was like we, we had the best time ever. If she wasn't so cool, and it wouldn't wasn't be so, fun. It wouldn't have been fun. Like, and, and I'm not saying they have to be cool, cool. They just have to be like your caliber of cool. Like, like your personalities have to fit. They have to mesh. You can't be controlling. I've dated where I've had to control everything. And this is like, dang, Gene. I'm, I mean. You got to drive every conversation. Yeah, and you, like. It's a lot of work. And then I like you literally asking yourself, am I talking too much? No, I'm not talking too much because I'm the only one talking. Dude, I literally, when I was thinking about settling on getting married, I knew I needed a girl that I could talk to because I'm like, we're going to be together for a long time. And I don't want to get bored. I don't want to hate coming home. I, I remember a buddy of mine had a girlfriend in college at Moody. Beautiful lady. I mean, she was 
beautiful, but she was a box of rocks. Dang. I mean, literally, just there's nothing up there. And there's guys like this, too. Ladies, if you meet a guy with a lot of money and he's an idiot and he can't, he just, he's not fun, doesn't make you laugh at all. If there's nothing going on. But he's got abs. (laughs) Right. Abs is not enough. No. A booty is not enough. Calm down there. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've seen this movie, seeing her, I'm like, I. We gotta be able to talk. Yes, it's got. I mean, and she's gotta be able to talk to my homies too. Like, it, she has to be able to, like, when we're all going crazy, she has to be able to chip in a little bit of this conversation, dude. And then when she opens her mouth, it can't be like, so. Uh, <laughs> can you believe the lions again, dude? Oh. dude? Literally, he's like, looking at her like he's like crash her back. I think that was that was, that was a good one, babe. No, really, I've been electrocuted before. Oh, jeez, <laughs> dude, it, it's literally like it's, it's a, a wet it's, blanket it, on the entire evening, bro. It is a halt. To the cold table. It's like, ah. And that scene, I'm like, okay, note and to then self. you have to pretend like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey That was funny. That was awesome. Dang, oh, I mean, shoot. that was underground, girl. <laughs> oh, you want to hear something hilarious, dude. Oh, I no. was, I was, uh, it's a friend of a friend. It was like, it was when I was, when I was going to VIP all the time, there was, I would always work out with my buddy Nate, his sister, and his sister's friends. So it was always me and like all girls. So we're sitting there and I'm talking about how I want to get a tattoo of a bunch of horror things on my leg. I want to do a horror movie sleeve. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, one of the things I want to do is get the goat from The Witch. I said, I think it'd be dope. And then she's like, yeah, that's like, that'd be the greatest of all time. And I'm just like, but then it hit me later. I'm like. I look at it and go, that was really funny. I'm like, holy God. That was a slam. I'm like, God, that was dude. hilarious. I'm like, what's your name, girl? <laughs> dude. Like when it hit me, I'm like, whoa. That's my kind of girl, dude. My booty is enough, dude. <laughs> when my wife puts me on blast, it's I, I love her more. It's amazing. I love her more, dude. She, since she does it, I'm just like, Oh, like I trained you well, girl. Shoot. We were out somewhere. We were at a wedding, and she blasted me a few times at the wedding, and I was like, man, you, you bad. You bad, dude. Wait till you get home, girl. <laughs> but uh, so that that scene, it just literally, I'm like, I just, it, I can't. I, oh, man. I, I've I, been I, with homies, and that girl shows up. I ha- Dude, big time. And then I'm like, all right, give me a, you better make it a double. Shoot. <laughs> I got to get to like, this night. Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> man, then you send your homies text messages, dude. Like, well, right there, like, he goes, uh, What does he say about the check? Negatory. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is funny, dude. Um, <laughs> and then the best part is that I didn't realize to watch it again is they're going back and forth to who's going to pay the check. Like so many times, and then Nancy Travis goes, "I'll take it." And they're both like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> they like didn't even fight her. And they're like, "Yeah, I can't do it." Dude, I think this movie also helped me realize how important it is make make a girl laugh. Dude, he just makes her laugh. It's everything, dude. Because listen, talking is so much. Okay, I'm be honest here. Men suck and women are awesome because <laughs> Mike Myers isn't a stud. He's got a bowl cut. Dude, He's got this dude a bowl and, cut. and a turtleneck. <laughs> and she's a cosmic sweater. She's, it's a cosmic sweater. <laughs> she's beautiful. And she's, like, you know. and she's smart. And like, he's just hilarious. 
Like, even when he's not trying to be funny, it's hilarious. I mean, even that dumb gag where he's moving her lips, that's funny crap, dude. <laughs> dude, he's so funny. He's like, what does he say? Oh, let's scratch. Let's scratch. And he's telling her, hey, how's San Andreas bald, huh? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He goes, I'm naked, aren't I? <laughs> dude. And then she grabs his butt. That's so funny. That's dude. really funny. Call me. <laughs> dude. How about when he opens the door and he didn't know it was his sister? He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. Oh. <laughs> but, um, no, raise this wrong. This is a real one, dude. This is a oh, real one. Man, I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> this is a real one for me. Dude, I was there for a long time. You got married when you were 21. Listen. You weren't there for a while. There's a lot of girls who wanted to marry me in that, that period. because you went to Bible college, fool. I'm saying. People say girls go there for If MRS. I went to Bible college, I'd be on my third divorce. Dang. Um, but uh, avoiding all commitment. Listen, I'm 36 years old, and I've never had a girlfriend for more than like six, seven months. That's long, dude, for me. I'm pretty bad. Like, I, I'm the queen. Oh, there's only one person worse than me. There is only one person. Only one. Dude, listen, listen. I'm not going to say his name. Listen, no, but we were at a, we were at a thing once. We yeah. Were at a, we were at a, we were, it was me and you, Tony. Me and you versus it, him and his brother. Yes, it was brother fight. And they were, you put me on blast. I did, dude. Dude, it was, uh, they asked questions and you try to get it right, try to match answers. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they said, oh, it was my turn. They said, what kind of cartoon character are you? I wrote the Hulk like a big and strong. And Tony lifted up his side. It said slow poke Rodriguez. The stinking fat mouse from He's. I watched it again though. He's skinny. He's oh, just a drunk. He's he just, just, and he just mills around like, oh man. He's a lazy guy though. He's like Gonzalez cartoon. Dude, I was like literally. I, was, I couldn't think of anything though, dude, because we were. They were asking us real questions. It they, was really funny. Like it was literally got a like, laugh. I don't know. And I thought no one's topping that. I'm like, no one's topping. I'm like, I don't know, Estonia. <laughs> yeah, he's from Estonia. But uh, then it's their turn, and they do his. What well, is, no, they, they asked us both the same questions. They asked, "What is your biggest fear?" And, I, you know, me and you nail it with spiders. spiders. I knew she was a spider. So then they go to them. And he writes, what's he and write? And listen, they're in he front wrote of a bunch. All the girls that he's rejected are there. And like, everyone knows the story. He's been together for years. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everybody in the room. And he writes like snakes. And his yeah. brother's like, commitment. commitment. He, got he got up and walked out. And left the room. And the place erupted. was raucous. It oh, was, it erupted. It was incredible. That was, was amazing. That was a. I I laughed. I was. I'll never crying. forget. I'll never forget that day. His face. He was. A little he was upset. like. I thought he was gonna say "f you" to his brother. <laughs> that was crazy. That was incredible. And the funny thing is, is his big bro was like, "What?" <laughs> that was. That was. That was. A, it was a gem. That was a gem. But no, he. He. You've had. I mean, you'll be all in. I'm all in in like. Taking a dump and it, then you're out. Like you're like, it's, I'm out. it's unbelievable how fast I'm done. I'm just done. I'm like, there's a scene in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I love that movie. There's a scene where he's on the bus and he's sad about with the with Cho, but then he thinks about the new girl and it's 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 done. Done. It's that I'm, I'm watching I, and I laugh and she goes, "What?" I'm like, "Babe, this is this is it's what, men. This is what it is, babe. It's that fast. It's a man's world. 
We're horrible, dude. Horrible. The worst part is those jokes on me, dude. <laughs> because now I'm, I'm I'm in the dating world, and it's a different generation of single people, and it sucks, dude. It's so bad. It's horrible. Is it really that bad, dude? What? Are you kidding me, dude? It is the worst ever. Worst ever. Because when you think you're dating someone, she's dating four other people. Shut your mouth, I'm telling dude. you. And they're like, what? We're not committed. What? I'm about to be committed to penicillin dealing with you, fool. <laughs> it's bad, bro. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they got they got 10 other guys that they're talking to. And it's okay because it's a new new world now. Oh, girls can have guy best friends. No, it's not how it works. Because a, a girl thinks she has a guy best friend, and the guy has somebody they're trying to sleep with. That's straight I'm up. I'm telling you, dude, I don't care what they say. Like, I ain't going to use no examples. I'm just going to say, dude, that's how it is. Yo, she's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, and then you get home, and you're thinking making collages about her, dude. Shay, I don't play that game. Haven't you ever seen OC Season 1, Episode 13? Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Don't you know I'm in love with you? Holy crap, Ryan was right. <laughs> now, great cast. What are some classic scenes are going to be um, in this movie? I mean, it, it, listen, we didn't, we missed Phil Hartman. Listen. Who's a national treasure. Listen, he's a national treasure, dude. And I don't even want to talk about what happened. Whoa. Insane. It's but crazy. Mike Myers and Phil Hartman were... Boys. How do you know this? Man, just Howard Stern, interviews, just, just things. I mean, Phil Hartman was a former prison guard at Alcatraz turned into a uh, tourism guy, guide. His name, name is, was Vicky. That, it's funny, and the, his delivery is, is so solid. Um, then the story he tells is the nastiest thing. And then he's like... This way to the cafeteria. You're like, holy crap. I love how he's like, I love Vicky. Vicky's great. <laughs> like, it's so funny. They're talking about how things are going, and it's just like, it's like, and it's it's a real friendship. They're talking about, they're talking, they're, they're, he's like, dude, he's like, so uh, what happened? He goes, listen, creep. <laughs> that was so, oh, and he's like, and yeah, we did. All right. <laughs> that's so, that's so guys, though, dude. Oh, man. I mean, that whole thing. And he starts talking about Vicky's telling the story. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, and then Phil Hartman's just staring at him. He's like, one thing the other guards won't, one story the other guards won't tell you. And he tells this. And his voice is so Whoa, great. It is. That scene is so morbid, but it's so Mike Myers. It's so hilarious. What a well-written random scene for a stinking national comic treasure. Man, Phil Hartman's a genius. Even in the movie Greed, he was fantastic. I remember that. He was that good in that. movie is amazing. Kirk Douglas, right? Yes. Michael J. Fox? Yes. Nancy Travis. She is in that. I just realized she's in that. That's a good one, dude. Is there? I don't think it's secret to my success when they're all in that big house and they're all going room to room. Everyone's like walking around and they play that song. Do 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 do. That's the, do do. Yeah, yeah, the one, the Twix commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's secret to my success. Yeah. Um, Phil Hartman and his wife. May he rest in peace, dude. Holy no, crap! No, I thought she killed him. And then killed herself? I thought so. I mean, either way, holy crap. But hey, who knows what he did to, to hey, get... Who knows? Because a guy with that level of comedic power could probably... Burn you down. Terrorize a woman. Oh, my goodness. 
I mean, that sounds like a stepdad to me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How about, you want to talk about realness, dude? How about on stinking um, uh, Life Aquatic? When he tells, and almost is like, well, how come you never, you knew I was here the whole time. How come you never reached out or how come you never wanted to be part of my life? And he's like, because I hate fathers and I never wanted to be one. You're like, holy crap. That was brutal. That's <laughs> like, dang. Speaking of stepdads. <laughs> so, <laughs> next month at Rum Theater, what we're going to do is this. Well, it's, you don't have no more uh, favorite scenes? I guess I'm thinking, let me think favorite scene. I mean, the movie is solid throughout. I mean, Well, here's the thing. Because we, I mean, we, we always just go off on so many tangents. Yeah. She ends up being Mrs. X. But her sister's the one killing all the husbands because she's jealous. Because she doesn't want to lose her sister. Right. Well, it's a great twist. It's a great the twist. The twist is amazing because they're at that stinking beating it beat point. Dude, that, guy, that guy's little scream. What, when he goes, stay for a nightcap. All the little parts are really funny. How about when she's like, I have a headache. Is there a drugstore here? But what? And then the guy's like, You really think she's got a headache? What? Nothing. <laughs> You're like, Dang, dude. Sometimes as a pastor, I'll say something to someone, forgetting they're not part of the crew. They don't, they don't know. And I'll, say, I'll reveal a card. I'm like, What? I'm like, Oh, nothing, nothing. Like, You're like, like you... In a row? What? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the best though is when he starts reading the stinking the suicide note. Oh, or no, the note saying yeah. that she's leaving him or whatever. That's crazy, dude. She, Amanda Plummer, she's goes, insane. She, she's scary. The funniest part dude, is when she kicks him in the balls, and she's like, "He," and he's like, Ugh, and then he kicks her, and then she's like, Ugh, and he's like. But it's awesome because the uh, the the stinking the best friend Tony hires the helicopter to bring him out there to tr save him because he finds out that it, she's really Mrs. X, and he thinks man, Travis is Mrs. X. He doesn't realize that it's the sister. So Charlie's on the roof running and she's got an axe and she's trying to chop him up, and she keeps missing. He's on the ledge and she's like trying to hit his fingers, but she keeps missing. So he's questioning Nancy Travis while you hear the axe hitting the sticking wood and him going, ah, ah, and you can hear it. And he's like, so let's start at the beginning. And she's like, they're up there right now. He's got a cigarette. He wants he's like to be trying typical. to be an interrogation, dude. It's so funny, dude. Listen, we can do this here. We oh, can we do can do this downtown. downtown. <laughs> dude, with his whole life for these moments, dude, that guy did. Dude, it's so, dude, man, is the captain great, dude. Dude, the, it, it's it's a it's a it's a great comedy. It's a it's if you watch it with your like significant other, you watch it with your girlfriend, boyfriend, your wife. It's a and even watch it alone. It's still. It's How about? And it says that she can sing the words to only you in seven different languages. And he's like, Oh, sorry, we haven't. He's like, Sorry, we haven't got to that uh, super important. Do you know the lyrics to only you in our relationship? And then they're at the wedding and she starts singing it and they both look at each other and they're like, no, nah. but then she starts singing it in a different language and they're like, uh, <laughs> it's great. So, funny. Um, so coming up like this next month is October. It's October. This it's is fall. my favorite time of year. right? Dude, now. it's hoodies. It's cold. It's, it's hoodies in the hood. It's my favorite stinking <laughs> favorite time of year. So because Christmas or Christmas is coming. Halloween Stop is even coming. talking. Don't even mention Christmas. Be Listen, you mentioned it today in your sermon. I did. Don't do that. 
Because it's not even October yet. Don't okay. take away my favorite. Okay. Halloween is coming. Dude, it is coming, bro. So this month of October, what we're doing is this. Two movies. We're doing two movies because we love horror movies so much. We, who's we, fool? I took you to see a horror movie, and I have never heard that scream come out of a big man <laughs> ever, dude. <laughs> bro. Dude, it scared me. That's like being like halfway through like the best meal of your life, and you realize that it's covered in ants, bro. But you had done eight half of them. So... We're doing the movies, The Amitable Horror, and The Blair Witch Project. We're doing the original Blair Witch? Doing the original Blair Witch. What a how, uh, stinking uh, fall movie, because they're in the woods and the leaves dude, are I'm changing. Sc- I'm scared to watch the movie again. I am. Yeah, I'm scared to should watch them at my apartment, dude. My wife won't watch it. I know she won't watch it, fool, because she knows better. Dude, I, I, dude, I want movies to be so scary that I got to put the oven light on when I go to bed, boy. Yeah. I love being scared, dude. That's why I'm afraid of commitment, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you listen to the podcast on the iTunes Podcast Store or on Android on the Stitcher app. If you like the show, you can leave a review. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redroomthetray or on Twitter at redroomthetray. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater. <laughs>